Well, hello there. Welcome to the uh, Claw and the King podcast. I'm joined by my co-host. What's your name again? Oscar. That's it. Oscar. Thank you for being here, my friend. Uh, Terrible week in the world of sports if you're me, but if you're Oscar, it's slightly better because you're a Glory football fan. But anyway, we'll get into all the different sports Mm -hmm. that have happened with... I I don't know why I I look so flamboyant. I was like... It was like uh, slay sister. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why I was acting like that. But anyway, it's Pride Week, isn't it? Or yeah, it is actually Pride Month, and we Pride had a month. we had a Pride experience recently, which was very enjoyable. But we'll was we'll, it? we'll go into that later on. Um, so yeah, the, the f- there's many sports that have sort of happened over the week. Uh, not to my pleasure, most likely, or most evidently by my overexcited demeanor, which is trying to hide the insecurities and the pain in my heart. But anyway, what mm. sport do you reckon we should hit first, my friend? Let's hit a bit of <laughs> basketball. <laughs> I thought you were going to say let's hit V I T C H. I'm like, let's hit a. <laughs> let's hit a. <laughs> uh, nah, nah. Yeah, we, I don't swear on this Not show, me by at the way. So obviously, I wouldn't say the um, vulgar word. Um, but anyway, what were you going to say? Yeah, let's hit, hit some basketball. All right, NBA, mm. National Basketball. Actually, more importantly, the NBL Finals. That's that's what's oh, on. That's what's on. An NBL player actually is moving to the Washington Wizards. Yeah, I and when that. we went to that game, I was like, MVP, he's the MVP, he's really good. And you're like, he's trash, and now he's going to the NBA. Yeah, but he was trash in that game. Mm. He's probably going to be the 15th man. But, I mean, that, congrats. He's doing a lot better than in he's his He's made it there at 27 years of age. God. Good on him. Good on him. Good on him. Who is that baller that was on the other team? He was an absolute... He was... Like a 2K, like, crate. Is it 2K my player? I mean, he literally had accessories up to the up to the bins. <laughs> he had leg sleeves, armbands, tattoos, headband. He was full on, and he was doing sham gold. He was just a lovely player to watch. Mm. Um, I hope he makes it to the NBA. But anyway, um, so what, what kind of basketball would you like to discuss? There's been on-the-field stuff, or on-the-court stuff, and off-the-field sort of uh, shenanigans. Yeah. I, we'll st- we can start with off-the-field, obviously. Yeah. Um. I guess the biggest news recently is uh, one player out of out of Memphis, uh, Jar Morant. Obviously, he's leaving. He's a uh, midnight train to Memphis. Yeah. He had he had an Instagram live for his fans a few few days ago, uh, where he brandished his prized possession, and uh, I believe it, it, he calls it his piece. Um, <laughs> well, Kyle Walker, funny enough, on the Man City team, brandished a different type of piece. Uh, in a Busy bar, but th- that's that's a different conversation for a different day. This was a more, it's not. Would you say it's more acceptable than the piece that Kyle Walker <laughs> brandished? Well, I mean, we've seen we've seen things that Kyle Walker's done before. Uh, I guess in Australia, that's more that's more common. That's more common. Yeah, Todd Carney. That, that's yeah, just, that's an everyday. Mitchell Pierce. That yeah, sort no, of stuff. Come on, um, that's just standard. But yeah, like guns aren't very common over here. So, you know, I mean, Jar Morani's. From all accounts, he didn't really grow up in the hood, so... Um, yeah, he went to private school, he had a stable home, he, he was uh, very had a very nice childhood, apparently. Um, and obviously, different people, you don't know for certain people's childhoods and stuff, people have different experiences in their pr- own private lives. However, he's he, uh, there's a lot of comments recently about sort of his actions, about how he's the first player to make it out of the league, into the streets, you know. You know, you got to make it out the league. Well, he's trying know? to bring the streets to the league. Yeah, I think, he's trying, to, I think he's trying to make a street league. But it, and I think a lot of people have commented on this, and it just it's it when you watch the videos, it's so ungenuine. It's so I don't I hate the word cringy, but it's cringy. It's 
it, you just can't help but cringe at the videos because it's so disingenuous. It's not his life. You're literally an NBA star who's never been in the streets or been in gang li- uh, been in that gang life, and you're brandishing weapons. You're talking. You're hanging around with, you know, very questionable questionable individuals. It's just weird, mate. What are you doing? Why is that something that you want to be? You're literally living every kid's dream, and you're sitting there going, "You know what? Let's throw that away. Let, let's let's not do that, shall we? Let's mm. just- Basketball's a side hustle. The main hustle is in these streets. <laughs> the main hustle is intimidating people. All right. Oh yeah. 100%. Um, oh, seventeen-year-old kids uh, is is main sort of victims in yeah. that sort of. Area, I kind of liken it to uh, Nate Diaz. If you remember Nate Diaz, yeah, but he's Conor from the streets. I know, but but Connor uh, made that famous roast. That he's like he makes gang signs with one hand and animal animal balloons with the other. Um, that was a good accent, by the way. Good yeah. So because you you see like the videos of Ja Morant hanging out with all the kids, giving them shoes, all that sort of stuff. So he does seem like he's you know doing good stuff, mm. but then he's just lost it a bit um, off the courts, and uh, you know apparently. His dad, who's very young for a dad, um, is he's basically one of the. Well. He's basically one of the boys. He's not really his dad. Yeah, you could see it. He's a f- he's a, like he's just trying to like he's grittying on the court. Like it's just so weird. And I think the Memphis Grizzlies, Grizzlies obviously now are probably the most hated team in the NBA. Oh, We've easily, been on them easily. for a while. Okay, we we were early on that bandwagon. Let's you see Draymond, Draymond Green's uh, Dylan Brooks. Oh comments. yeah. I mean, we've hated the Grizzlies for a while. And while the media and everyone was like, oh, the Grizzlies, look at these XG stats. Look at these stupid f- fucking stats. Look at these regular season wins. They're frauds. We all knew they were frauds. But you just didn't listen to us sooner. That's just... Yeah. I was just there. The real knowledge here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but more on the John Morant thing. It's, it's just... It's just so sad to see an athlete throw this unbelievable opportunity that he has away um, for... For, for for brandishing guns and f- intimidating young kids, it's just really stupid stuff. And you know, you see Demar Derozan, who lived in the streets, who literally grew up a, allegedly, but he grew up essentially in a gang. And he and um, he, he like seems like one of the nicest dudes. But he's out of there. He's doing well. He's, he does stuff for the community. He's in Chicago now. He's you know he turned his life around. This guy just doesn't seem. He wants to seem to do the opposite, which is just. So backwards, it's just such a back, backward thinking thing. Um, it's just, yeah, the cre- and Dylan Brooks as well. I mean, he's a fucking cringe lord as well. I mean, what is he on? He is, he's, he's just cringe because his basketball is cringe to me. Well, yeah, so. he's a terrible player, but he acts like he's boss. And then John Morant in early in the year, oh, we're good in the West. Brother, you haven't made it out the West yet. You haven't even made it to the conference finals yet. What are you harping on about? What? Are, oh, we're good in the West, bro. We've dominated. It's like that. Like if Steph Curry said that, you'd be like, okay, we're good in the yeah. West. I mean, even still, there's legitimately ten teams in the West. So nobody's good in the West. Yeah, it's like if friggin' Anthony Davis was like, you know, we're good in the West, boys. <laughs> we're good in the West. <laughs> he would have got it's flamed like, yeah, <laughs> if like, he said that. Yeah, he would have got absolutely flamed. But because Jar said, it, and he's fucking cool, you know, he gets um he gets a pass on it. But yeah. <sighs> I think the problem with Memphis is... Um, well, also as well, before, sorry to cut you off, but people don't know if outside of America how bad the gun violence is in Memphis. And I think that's what a lot of sort of um, media personalities are sort of pushing out now is that, especially the ones that live in America, know how bad the gang violence is in America. 
in especially in Memphis and how bad it is to that community how he's just sort of glorifying that life which is such a bad life and I think a lot of kids don't realize how bad of a life it is and we've obviously never experienced that life but and we never understand how to comprehend or explain that life in a you know in a meaningful way but we do know that it's just it his influence is so great on on that young uh generation of nba fans it's just a terrible influence to have and he's a terrible influence at the moment you can't say anything else he's just an awful influence on the young generation of nba fans from being the darling child of the nba being the future of the nba essentially um massive contracts from sponsorships you know as well as a 200 million dollar contract from the memphis grizzlies but now i'm sure the nba wants to get rid of him and it (laughs) will be interesting to see get rid of him permanently i don't think so but well a short term i think he should be suspended 50 games i yeah well i mean obviously people are drawing comparisons to gilbert arenas back in the day Mm. um I think he brought a gun to a game or something. And well, he, he threatened to shoot his teammate. <laughs> yeah. It was a different situation. Um, but yeah, I think he got suspended 50 games. And I saw him like commenting on it. And he was like, Ja, I'm sorry, mate. But you're just. You, you yeah, can, it's like, of it, course for, they got for, Gilbert Arenas to comment for, on this. For three years, brother, this is your image. You're going to have to wait three good years before they, before they uh, call you a superstar again. Mm. Um, and I, I think just the problem with Memphis, how it's all got to this is they have constructed their roster wrong, like where they've got a lot of good young players for the regular season, but they've got zero vets. Like Steven Adams is the oldest dude on that team. He's 29 and he's not really a vocal leader. They've had players like Iguodala on that team who they fucked off. They've had Danny Green who they fucked off because obviously the young guys don't want to listen to them. Um, and it, you can, it just shows that there is no leader or vet on that team that's showing these young guys how you're meant to do well, it. Well, apparently Steven Adams did have like a team talk yeah. with them about and it was obviously directed at jars like hey we have a 12 and 20 away record we need to stop fucking partying partying and pissing about when we're on our road trips and then that night jar morant goes out and brandishes the gun in the club yeah. I, it's just like it is clearly it's just when egos go to, to shit i this is player i don't think it's player power necessarily but i just think it's these sort of players uh, this group of players who is just it embodied such a toxic sort of culture within them. And it, even though they're winning games, it's just so toxic and it's so unlikable um, from a from a neutrals fan's perspective. So, yeah, I, I don't know where they go from here personally. Yeah, well, I mean, I saw someone say they should, they should sign Carmelo Anthony, which it, it does make sense to me because Carmelo also had a similar situation early in his career with uh, David Stern, I believe, who was the commissioner at the time. When Melo was in some, you know, dealings outside of the NBA, um, and David Stern was like, "Listen, mate, we know everything. We're basically connected to the Fed. So either if you want to be the NBA, you got to fuck all this off." Um, and he's sort of become, you know, a fan favorite, one of the most trusted and respected players. Although he's out of the league at the moment, I think that would be shit. a great. <laughs> I think that would be a great signing, not not for basketball reasons, but just to. Show some leadership, and no, I don't think Carmelo's ever been a leader. I I think he has in Portland. I think he was great. Obviously in LA, he didn't need to because everyone was already forty years old. But I, yeah, but in New York, he, he yeah, but he's matured since then. Like New York, he was obviously he was the star. So I don't know. I I think about maybe different veteran leaders, but again, I don't think that locker room will accept them. I think they won't accept another player. It's like they've. Even if Memphis wanted to go out and trade for like a Kevin Durant or something, they'd be like, nah, we got this. 
we don't want any outsiders. It's like it kind of has <laughs> that kind of feeling yeah. to it. Like I feel like it's a pattern with young players as well because we've seen John Wall talk about how they they're going about it in Houston. The young guys are doing it all wrong. Well, I mean, let's be real. John Wall isn't fucking. He isn't the beacon of light, is he? He's, he's no, probably the laziest player I've ever seen in my life. No, but it, well, it is sort of a recurring pattern that the young players um, coming yeah. through. Well, yeah, I think it, yeah, I do think it's that a it's sort of that star. That 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 ego that they get early in the league. I mean, Jalen Green. It's just I think back in the day, obviously rookies got a lot more sort of preferential treatment. Unless you were the guy, unless you were Shaq, unless you were LeBron, you were not getting superstar st- treatment right from the get go. Even still, like Shaq tells stories of getting yeah, but roasted. He, and, you he, know. Yeah, but he never did any rookie things. He was just like, but he, yeah. There's just no rookie hazing. There's no any of that because the GMs are looking at it like, well, we've got to get younger and younger and younger. We've got to maximize the amount. These We can, you know, we've got to maximize the playing career of these guys, of our team. And it's just like you end up with it. Uh, Houston's another, like, well, you said Houston, it's a bad situation. I mean, you watch that Houston team. I mean, it's dreadful basketball, absolutely dreadful basketball. You feel bad for Steven Silas. I mean, Jalen Green just chucks up the most <laughs> stupid shots and then uh, him and Kevin Porter it's just such a bad combination but because they're young they've got talent uh, they're seen as you know future great players so you can't say anything bad about them or you've you've got to play them 38 minutes a night and it's just yeah they just get given these star treatment way too young I don't think that's the case in Memphis necessarily I think it's a different sort of case um, because I think a lot of those guys are maybe under the radar sort of second round picks that yeah, they just sort of their grinders. There's not a other than Jar. There isn't a twenty-five point per game scorer. There's just a bunch of good, solid players. Um, but yeah, I I think if I'm the league, I suspend him to the end of the season, at least. Mm. I mean, you cannot have this. I mean, I'm not saying that just because my team's competing in the West, and I want us to go against the Memphis Grizzlies in the playoffs. That's not what I'm saying. Even though that would be nice. Um, I just think from a moral perspective, you've got to look at it like you can't let this go unpunished. Otherwise, it'll just it will be consumed by the league, and you you just, he could just continue doing it, and he'd get no punishment. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave that there. We'll we'll see how it unfolds. Obviously, there's an investigation still pending from the NBA, so we'll see what they come up with. I think he's you know away from the team, getting help or whatever he's getting at the moment. So yeah, help. Um, I think it's like a. Uh, uh, an upgrade for his for his gun. Oh yeah, he's shooting range. The he's got a um, shooting range. He's got what's that bullets that don't make noise? Silences. Uh, he's got silencer. He's got a silencer um, on. He's just you know shooting up clubs. You know he's just having a good time. Yeah. So you know, shout out John Morant. Good shout stuff, mate. Uh, okay, we'll move across to something that was on first take. I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday. Uh, quite recently, obviously, uh, JJ Redick and Kendrick Perkins were on first take. Uh, you know, th- they're quite. Um, often on the show with Stephen A, and they were talking about the MVP race, where Kendrick Perkins basically insinuated that uh, the MVP race is racist, and the way they uh, give out the award is racist. If Jokic wins it again, and he shouldn't win it, and then um, JJ Redick won, went on a, a rant that has now gone extremely viral. I think one of the most viral clips in the history of the show, to be honest, where he just calls out the show, calls out Kendrick Perkins, absolutely flames everyone. Mm. Um, that has that sort of mentality. Yeah, I just think it's a terrible mentality to have. I look, 
I'm on the side of not wanting Jokic to win the MVP. Um, and I think that's clear. Uh, just because I think voter bias should be in account. I think if... Uh, I just think on a legacies, from a legacy perspective, I don't think he should have, you know, he should have three and Kobe should have one. I, I just think from mm. a moral perspective, I just don't think that sits right. Um and look, I don't think he should have won back-to-back either, but that, that's the way it is. He's He won those other MVPs. I just don't think he should win this one. So I'm on that side. I'm on the side of not giving him the MVP, just to be clear. Um, but to insinuate that it's because of racism that he gets all these plaudits from the MVP um, and it's these white, um, you know, award voters that are giving him the MVP, it's, I, that's just asinine. I mean, that's just stupid. Um, it... it <laughs> And you can, and he also tried to deny it as well. He's like, I do, I didn't say that. It's like, brother, you said what does what <laughs> I'm is stating facts? It's I'm like stating facts. What does Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, and Nikola Jokic have in common? I'm gonna leave it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> like you were clearly insinuating it's because they were white that they won the award. Um, when guys like Derek Rose, you could argue. Didn't yeah, deserve. Derek Rose didn't deserve he, it. Even, he, he just won it because he was the most exciting player. I mean, he, he, it would have been a black person that won it yeah. either way. But well, I don't think it's got anything to do with it. I just think there's MVPs that... Steph Curry won it. His first MVP when he was averaging, I think, 23 points a game. Um, He won that you know, first Westbrook MVP. Westbrook won it. But because his team eight. won a bunch of games, they won it. And they played mm. great basketball and they won that year in the in the finals. Um, And look, it's not a finals wa- award, but I think a lot of... People are looking at the efficiency. Look how well he does when they average. He's twenty. They're twenty four and zero or something when he averages a triple double. Um, he's a, he's having an unreal season uh, in terms of impacting their wins in a very tough West Western Conference. He, he's sort of dragged them to the first seed. So, look, I I wouldn't say that it's a racism thing at all. Um, I just think it's an over reliance on or an overvaluation of stats. Um, on like and not like t- your typical stats, like on like the uh, extra stats, like the, the you know the, the all the advanced BS, stats. yeah, like all the advanced stats. Um, but and I think that's just how the NBA's gone, and I think it's become more of a numbers game. And I think these voters base it on the numbers, and they don't base it on feeling anymore. And I think that's what the MVP vote used to be. It used to be based on feeling, but now it's not. Um, and I think that's why you've seen Nikola Jokic. Being the contention for MVP three times in a row, well, it it does. You, you see it change literally year on year what the MVP is, um, and it literally just depends what the what the media pretty much decide because that's what they push on all the shows, mm. and then that just becomes the narrative. So sometimes yeah. it's scoring, sometimes it's winning, sometimes it's you know there's so many different things, and it all always just changes. Well, I think Giannis should win it. I mean, that's what he, I think Kendrick <laughs> said made an a, a comment about it maybe a week ago where he said. These European players, uh, oh no, did Draymond? Say, I think Draymond said that. Sorry, I, I said, yeah, sorry, I, it wasn't Kendrick. It was Draymond. He w- was on a podcast and he said these European players don't get any criticism for not winning a, you know, not winning a, a championship before they've won it. So Jokic doesn't get any slack, or you know, they, they just don't get any slack before they win it, which is not true at all. Because I remember specifically Giannis getting absolutely yeah. flamed. Um, in the bubble when he lost. Um, yeah, I think I mean, Dirk Nowitzki, when he lost... When he in blew, 07? Uh, yeah, when he lost... No, in 06. When it, well, when he lost, obviously in the finals against the Heat the yeah. first time, but also when he got knocked out 
um, in the first round against the Warriors when they were the one seed and they mm, were the eight yeah. seed. He got flamed for that as well. So I, I, I don't think that's true whatsoever. I just think there is certain voices in that NBA media circle that don't like the European influence. I'm going to say that. Um, and don't like sort of Europeans excelling because it's an American game. I I think that's what it is. I think they don't mm. like Europe. And I, I, that's not a race thing or whatever. That's not a, if they're black or white, that's nothing to do with that. It's to do with, they understand that the future of this game is going to be probably Europeans. It's going to be Victor. It's going to be Luca. It's going to be Jokic. It's going to be, or potentially international players like Embiid. Embiid, yeah. So I think that's mainly the thing that they're losing the NBA to international players. I think that's maybe a, a concern of some of those NBA media personalities that are saying some of this BS. Um, but yeah, uh, to insinuate that it's because of race that Nikola Jokic is winning MVPs is just ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, th- I think Embiid... See, I think Embiid just deserves an MVP. Like, if, well, you put his, yeah. if you put his two seasons together last year and this year, well, that's I how think you should have that an would, MVP. That's how it would have been voted on in the past. If, yeah. Like, James Harden, when he won, it, he mainly won, even though people hated his play style and hated... He won it because of, like, a three-season stretch. Yeah, because then, yeah, cause of three, three three-season stretch where he was... It was like, well, you've got to give him one. He's got to have one MVP. Yeah. Um, And I think maybe that that's how it should be voted for Embiid. I personally would vote Giannis because I just think he's having an unreal year. Um, and I think he's the best player in the NBA. So that, that's just what, who my vote would be. But yeah, you could give it to Embiid. You could give it to a bunch of different players. Um, Jokic would probably be in my top five of MVP vote getters. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mm. have him number one. Yeah, I reckon JJ Redick is probably the best high ESPN's made in a while. Even though I don't really agree with some of the stuff he says and it's... Um, like when he first came on, I was like, "Oh my god, this is incredible! A breath of fresh air." Uh, but now it's it's. Do you say that to yourself? You're like, "Oh my god, that's so cool! A breath of fresh air." Yeah, I literally like, said that to myself. You said it to yourself yeah, in the mirror. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just were on the way to work, just in your car. You're like, "Oh my god, JJ Reddick's such a breath of fresh air! <laughs> what a great eye!" But yeah, I mean, he's he's coming up with these viral moments. If it's going at Stephen A. or going at Kendrick, he he goes at these people, and they, yeah. you know. Well, I think I think first take needs it. Firstly, I think. For for too long, it's been such a placid show of just like S- Stephen A running the show essentially, and they miss Skip. And even like Mad Dog, like I hated him at first because he's so dumb, but I kind of like him yeah. now because he is dumb. Yeah, but because he 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 sticks by his sentiment of old players rule, yeah. new players suck. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, and yeah, he I, he sticks by that, and, and it's sort of character. You want to have characters on these sports shows, no matter if they're wrong or right. You don't need to necessarily have the best analyst on there. I mean, they've got to have a brain other than Kendrick Perkins, but um, you you want to have someone that obviously articulates, you know, NBA topics well and or multiple sports well, um, and that's also got sort of a, a different sort of character to different people on the cast. Um, and I think, mm. yeah, I just think Stephen A has been a one man show for way too long now. So well, you got, can't forget about Molly; it's a two person show. God, how is she <laughs> not fired? Jeez Louise! She has to be the worst host ever. In the history well, of sports yeah, television. It's kind of like, well, we lose Jalen Rose if we fire mm. Molly. Because so. when you look at um, like Skip and Shannon, their show, the, the girl host they have, she literally says yeah, one well, word. At the start. Introduces <laughs> the topic. You don't even see or hear her for the next 20 minutes. Mm. And then she just ends it. And, you know, that's how, not to like put that sort of job down, but that's how it should be. Yeah, yeah. 
Hundred percent. Well, I think I think there's different formats for the like it. There are different sport formats of shows where the host could be more in, involved in discussion. But when you have two big personalities next to each other, you just really need to get out of the way. Like, yeah. if you put Skip and Shannon in a room, you just need to get out of the way. If you put Stephen A and JJ Reddick or Stephen A and Mad Dog in a room, just just don't talk. It's not that hard. They'll do the talking. Don't you worry. Um, so, yeah. but uh, I think she's been okay, Reese. I don't think she's been that bad. But, yeah, I think Kendrick said, obviously, there was 80% white photos, which isn't true, of the uh, MVP or the award, uh, the awards. So... Yeah, that, that's not true. So I think it was 60% um, white voters mm. for those awards. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's, uh, I think it's a bad sort of... If anything, of I think those 60% white people would be so woke they would lean towards black people. <sighs> no, that's just <laughs> a bad statement. I think, I think it's more the fact that those voters, like I said, those voters lean on statistics. It's not... It's not. It's an analytics league right now. As much as I hate to say it, it's not based on feeling or, you know, how you feel about a player anymore. Um, so yeah, I I just I just think they shouldn't vote on that sort of measure. Even though Giannis does lead most of those measures, but I I've, I love Giannis so, and I think he's having an unbelievable season. That's why I'd vote for him. Um, so yeah, I I think so, yeah. that's how it should go personally, but. Yeah, Kendrick, I don't think he should have been on the show in the first place, but we'll see. All right, well, um, we can leave NBA there unless there's anything else you want to touch on. The Clippers two-game win streak. <sighs> Get in there, baby. We just won. All right. We beat the congrats, Toronto Raptors. Congrats to the Clippers. Get in there. Ross, I was always had faith in you, buddy. You scored seven points Seven today. points and two rebounds. Get in there, my son. Get in there. Um, yeah, he's a great player. I've always supported him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. so we're so winning the champ the championship, dude. It's just so happening. I can just feel yeah. it in my bones. Lakers dead set have a better chance than the Clippers. No, now. they don't. Yeah, they do. No one believes they do. that, dude. They do. No Stop one being believes a hater. that. No one believes that. I believe it. Yeah, you're the only one. No, everyone believes it. No, they don't. Russell and LeBron to come back into this team, like that's a winning team. LeBron was in this team and they were losing. Yeah, because we had Westbrook. No, but when you got rid of Westbrook and LeBron was playing. No, they were winning. No, they lost. When? I can't remember. Maybe like one game, but... They weren't that great. I don't... I think They're that, great. They're not... Okay. I think LeBron and AD are injury prone, so everyone knows they're going to get injured again. So, let's see. Uh, you're not winning. I don't know what... It, I don't know what universe you're in. You're not winning the championship. Why? Watch it. I am watching Watch it. You'll it. have no chance. You have zero chance. I can say that I publicly. reckon we had zero chance at the start of the year. Now we have... Because you got Jared Vanderbilt. Now we have 65% chance. you got Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah. And Malik Beasley. That's yeah. It. Okay, cool. All right. And DeAndre Russell. Yeah, the great defense. And Mo Bamba. Yeah. Oh, Mo, does he even play? I haven't seen he, him play. He was injured. He, he has been playing. Has he? How many points did he get? I don't know. One? Seven? Oh, solid. Um, move on. Move on. Move on. Formula One. Season kicked off. I don't even know anymore. Was it last week? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this this week just that happened. Uh, the first Grand Prix of the season, obviously, first time you get to see the new cars, the new teams, where everyone's at yes. in the ladder. Uh, obviously, Red Bull uh, took the win, 1-2, very Dominated. easily. It's going to be a useless season at this point, at least for the championship. Yeah. Um, it's such a pity that like F1 has gone famous after... 
it's gone sh- to shit essentially. The, we had, no, we had one well, season. Well, the year it was got famous was Lewis vs. Max. Yeah, which was a great season. Which was probably the great. Uh, I, I mean, I, I haven't been a fan for that long. I've been actually a fan since then, so <laughs> I, I can't exactly comment. Um, but I'd say from just a math perspective, it's got to be one of the top seasons of all time in terms of F1. Yeah. Well, from before that, the last great season was probably 2016, which was Nico Rosberg versus Lewis Hamilton. But yeah, um, I look, I just think it's just going to be shit. I, you can just tell. Why hasn't Mercedes done anything? Have you done anything? Oh, we changed the livery back to when it was like three years ago. Cool, bro. You've well, made they've, so they've actually imp- gone backwards. They've become the fourth fastest team. Yeah, good Somehow job. Aston Martin has become good, uh, which is interesting. Well, they spent a lot of money. They spent, I think, I looked. it was like top three last year they spent um, on their car. So, I mean, they must be doing well, that something. Sounds, that sounds a bit dodgy. Um, well, no, they've got a billionaire owner, don't they? But so. Yeah, but there's a, a salary cap now. Well... We we all know we, some teams can get out of the salary. Well, Aston Martin they they've been a dodgy team historically. I mean, I, rem- I remember a couple of years ago they literally copied the Mercedes car, like made the identically same car. Um, so you want to win? You copy the good cars. But they yeah they've always been a little bit shady though, and I I just don't I don't like that they're good. It, it doesn't. Well, sit I don't right think they're going to be that good because they got Lance Stroll. I well, mean, yeah, I mean it's kind of disappointing that he's in a in a good car. I mean he has to be the worst driver ever. Well, he's never going to leave, is he? Uh, well, no, he's he's obviously not his dad's there. So, but it's he, such a weird sport because, like, you can just it, nepotism at its fine. Like, you yeah, can like just, Lance Stroll is a bottom three driver on the grid, easy. Yeah, but he's this in. Got, <laughs> it's so funny how like he could literally have like a twenty year career in F one just because of nepotism. Like, yeah. he could be a professional athlete at the highest level because his dad. Like that 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 doesn't happen in any other sport. Like you can, like your dad can maybe push you to a set, get you into clubs that you weren't, you know, that you could, that other people aren't, don't have access to, other trainings that other people don't have access to, but to the top level competition of racing, it's unheard of in any other sport that you can just buy your way into it essentially. Mm. Like if Bill Gates bought an F1 team, he could put his son in the car and he could just have a career for 20 years and he could just stroll around the park. I mean, I'm sure they put up some regulations after that would happen, but still, mm. um, yeah, it, yeah, it is, it is sad because I mean, you know, Danny Rick should be in that car. Don't worry, he's in the, he's in the, red, he's in the Red Bull, though. he's in the fastest he's car in, in the grid. He's in the Red Bull Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's practicing in the fastest car in the grid, so that's cool. Um, I wonder if he'll ever get to drive it. Well, yeah, Oscar said some controversial things. Uh, not Oscar Piastri, Oscar here. No. Um, how how does it feel to share your name with such a devil? Well, yeah, speaking of. Oscars, fuck me, that guy's shit. Um, which kind of makes me happy, even though he's Australian, because he fucked over Daniel. McLaren fucked over Daniel, and uh, I, hope I don't think he was his fault, though. I think he. Well, they, I, I don't think they would have said no to Daniel if he wasn't on board already. Mm. I, I think, yeah, I just, I think they already lined him up before they let Daniel go. Well, yeah, I think they already wanted to get rid of Daniel, so I don't think that was necessarily the case. But Oscar was suggesting that uh, maybe. A Red Bull driver here or there breaks their leg, like, uh, potentially. Yeah, well, so Danny nice. Rick could get in. Not, not like career-ending, maybe season-ending, though. Season-ending would be great. Because then he, he could jump in that car and then win it. Yeah, and then you he have might to have, sign him. Yeah, of course. Uh, maybe Mercedes get him after Lewis retires and then he goes to Mercedes. I think Lewis will retire if Mercedes stays shit. So. Uh, I, I have more chance that he'd go to like a Aston Martin. What? <laughs> maybe. I don't, I don't see that. I think he. I don't, I don't see him going to a, another team that's not English. 
I don't see him going to another team. I even though honest. Mercedes is German. Um, it's based in England. Who cares? Um, anyway, so the F1, obviously, a couple of surprises here or there. It was on a ridiculous time for yeah, us. Yeah, 2 a.m. That's just not it, man. I mean, that's just not it. Oh, no, we're not watching that. I was going to watch another. I was going to stay up and watch something else after that, which is a game that we shall not mention um, in regards to football. It yeah. shall not be mentioned. Uh, I want to sort of put that. It sh- who shall not be named. Yeah, it's like Voldemort. You don't mm. say it. You don't. I've not been on Twitter for about a week. I, I haven't been on YouTube. I haven't touched my phone other than to text him. I literally haven't been near it. I, I just, even if even it's here right now, I feel weird about it being here because I know on Twitter some timeline's going, oh my God, 7-0, seven 7-0, nil, seven, nil, seven up. <laughs> How about you go wash your seven? I don't know whether. Anyway, I, I'm moving on. But yeah, I thought I was going to stay up and watch the F1 before that uh, horrendous game. But yeah, it just, Oscar decided to call it early. Um, Me? Yeah, and then... Well, I, it's a Sunday night, dude. Who wants to stay up till 4 a.m. on a Sunday night? Well, I did. Uh, because <laughs> it was Man United-Liverpool. But anyway, the F1, we couldn't get to watch it. So we just watched... Did you watch the replay on Foxtel or did you... I watched the KO Mini. The KO Mini. That's mm. a, they do minis for F1, that's solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just watched the highlights. So obviously, who was your... Uh, who was your surprises, either good or bad, on that race? Um, well, it has to be Alonso, I guess, for the surprise, getting a good surprise, getting a podium in his debut for Aston Martin. Um, Vettel's got to be fucking rolling in his grave <laughs> right now. I've had a shit car. He's retired at the wrong time. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he's, he's done pretty pretty well for himself in terms of cars in his career. So Yeah. Uh, it's, Alonso kind of deserves this. <laughs> <laughs> Alonso has been driving a shit box for 10 years straight. Yeah. Well, even though he's already won two titles, but... Um, who was the worst driver? I mean, P- McLaren have to be the worst team from where they were to where they are now. They've what did Lando, Lando finish 10th, didn't he? I think he was 11th. I don't think he got points, um, which is very disappointing from being probably the third fastest car last year. They just finished fourth because uh, Daniel was kind of shit, but we won't mention that. So, <laughs> Well, maybe it was the car. Maybe, maybe he just... Maybe it's because Lando has a good car. And well, yeah, that's probably it. And then Piastri's got the shit car. Yeah, well, yeah. And Daddy but even the, it. But even Lando's shit now. So McLaren have gone backwards. They've completely fucked it. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know how that American geezer at the top is oh, fired. Yeah. That guy's a menace. In Drive to Survive, that guy just made me hate him. Well, he made me hate him by being annoying. Good good, good English. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably obviously the bad surprise. Um. Haas, their shit. Yeah, Haas is probably my <laughs> bad surprise. I, I wanted the boys to, you know, do well. Surprise, I, surprise. Uh, but we just didn't, we couldn't get over the line. K-Mag and what, what shit. I, where did he, he bottom, wasn't he? Something like that. Mm. He, he was close to the bottom. Um, I'm a K-Mag fan till I die, so it's a bit sad. Um, that's a funny thing. We didn't talk about uh, Magnussen and Hulkenberg. They're now teammates. Oh, um, yeah, and they hated each other. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Literally, like, the video of them walking up to each other in the... Post driver yeah, press conference, like he's like, yeah, they've just hated each other, um, which is funny. Yeah, I don't know why. But now they're that. so desperate for an F one career, they're going to be teammates. Oh yeah, they're like, oh hi, <laughs> how are you, my friend? Long time no see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we're kind of in the mud. I where where is Mick Schumacher? Who's he reserve driver for? Is he I reserve know. driver? I don't know if he's reserve. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting let go by Haas. I I, it's not I was surprised look. by that. I I think he's got talent. I think he's got something in there. He, I mean, obviously he had a points finish, one. 
It took him, I think he had the longest streak ever of not having points. Yeah, but he was in a house as well. So let's be yeah, real. K-Mag came in and scored points straight but away. K-Mag, is it? K-Mag could race for like Mercedes or Red Bull. Let's be real. Right, okay. K-Mag versus Sergio Perez in a Red Bull right now. He wins. Perez. No way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think a couple of sort of, I think it was just an expected race. It wasn't, there wasn't any shock other than Alonso really. Um, mm. I don't, and even before that, you everyone was talking about how fast that Aston Martin was. Um, so nobody was really gassing up uh, the yes, uh, that result. Like, oh my God, Alonso did it. It was mainly happy for Alonso rather than surprise, I'd say. Um, so yeah, I don't think it was that surprising, if I'm honest. Um, I'm hoping that Red Bull fall off, but it's just, it won't. And I'm hoping Mercedes can... What I mean, what have you been doing? Uh, you've had the whole summer or off-season or whatever the fuck the break's called... Um, You've had the whole time to just do not to do whatever you want to fix the horror show of a car you had last year, and what do you do? Nothing. Oh, we could, didn't talk about Ferrari. Ferrari. Ferrari again. <laughs> they finally got rid of the fuckwit that was in that was in charge of strategy. But shame they didn't get rid of the people making the car because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that shitbox blew up again. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, you can't really. Uh, it, they didn't really address the fact that they had like the most. Car breakdowns, apart from uh, who was <laughs> there was the Asian geezer that was in the Alfa Romeo, no Joe, yeah, Grand Yu Joe. He had, I mean, that guy got in a like <laughs> a non-contact crash every week. He was just like, oh god, I feel bad for the guy. But Ferrari were right behind it. They were terrible last season. Not only in strategy, strategy was more the end of the season. At the beginning of the season, the car didn't work, uh, even though it was fast. Uh, and it's it's just same thing happened again. I think they were third and fourth. Um, I don't think they were going to win the race, but still, nah. uh, you can't break down both cars again. It's just embarrassing well, at this point. I mean, um, Red Bull did the same thing last year, first race. I think both cars broke down. So, yeah, it's the first race again, so right. it, you don't know, but it's not great when your car was shit last year and it's... Well, it was, it's not like... The car was good last well, year. Well, the car was, was fast last year. Yeah. It was built of freaking plastic, though. Uh, it, the engine was, I don't know, made out of chocolate. I, I, I don't know what the hell is going on in that car, but I think they haven't fixed it up. They're like, oh Yeah, Ferrari are just so riddled by errors. I don't know. They just seem like such a shit team Which somehow. is weird because, like, in history, they've been, like, the... Well, they're the most prestigious team. Yeah, they're, like, the A class of... Um, yeah, but it's just, I don't know what is wrong with them. Well, look, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully it's a... Is there a race this weekend? Whereabouts is it at? I don't think there's a race this weekend. Well, hopefully when we get there, it's going to be a good race. Hopefully Max can just <coughs> not win. Uh, that'd be ideal for me. Mm. But look, it's a good season. Hopefully it turns out to be a good season. Hopefully Alonso wins. I mean, that, that'd be this, the fairy tale sort of um, ending of the season and... Yeah, I'd hope that he'd win because I don't think Haas is going to win. So, <laughs> oh, really, we'll, we'll give it. A you sure about that? Yeah, I'm making it I'm early. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ride him off too early. Um, <laughs> you know what I am? I'm making that bold prediction right okay. now. Um, I don't think K Mag is going to win the uh, the championship this year. So, which is a sad, sad thing. So, I'm hoping Alonso wins it. Yeah, I hope. I don't know who I want to win because Ricardo's out. <laughs> I, I mean, you're Australian, so you got to pick Piastri. No, come on, no. No, um, I think so uh, I, hope, I hope Leclerc wins. Leclerc, yeah, the Monacan geezer, the most <laughs> the privileged geezer. guy I've ever seen. I've yeah. never seen it. I've never heard of a person that was born in Monaco. 
other that wasn't like a billionaire. I mean, well, he probably is nearly a billionaire. Yeah, but off racing. I don't know. Is he? Was he born in the slums of Monaco? <laughs> I don't think there are slums. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is. The slum. Well, is Well, the, the slums in Monaco the, is the a ten slum, million dollar house. The slums, uh, the boot of the Ferrari. Yeah. Um, the slums is driving a Mercedes. That, that's not a. If you don't drive a Bugatti in Monaco, yeah, well, I mean, I, what are you I, doing? I've been to Monaco and there is so many rich car people and cars and shit there. You've been to Monaco, yeah. When when did you go? Uh, when I lived in France. Oh, we watched the the tennis there. Saw Nadal versus Djokovic. Who won? Nadal obviously was clay. Oh, okay. Of yeah. So yeah, how what so did you? Can you give us a sort of recap of how Monaco was? It yeah, was very rich. rich. Very rich. Was th- was it like expensive or was it just like a lot of richness around you? Uh, well, I mean, I was a child, so I wasn't really paying for anything. So I'm not too <laughs> sure on the finances, but it was yeah, a lot of rich around you for sure. Um, you know, like beaches, big buildings, boats, cars. Sounds like Sydney, bro. Yeah, but way richer. Way richer. Well, I'd, mate, yeah. I'd take... We got Nadal's. We got Nadal's signature. I take the you know the CBD over anything, mate. Oh my god, what a Would you? beautiful place that is. The Opera House. Oh god, Sydney Harbour Bridge, beautiful. Sydney Harbour Bridge, beautiful. Uh, how is how I trans transit to work? I, I go over that too many times now. It just annoys me. Do you go tunnel or bridge? I love this conversation. No, by the way. for the so like, <laughs> I get the train, so I go on the over the oh, bridge. Okay, yeah, you don't have a car. You get I it. do have a car, but it's dumb to drive to uni. Yeah, fair. Um. Anyway, let's, let's get <laughs> off the transport system of Sydney. Um, also, oh, did did you hear about this? That the whole train oh my system, God. the I whole train system shut he, yeah, down. Yeah, he was like, we were going to film this podcast. Um, what was it? A day Yesterday. ago. <laughs> I, I was like, and he was like, it oh, was bro, like, I'm so sorry, the trains are down. It like, was okay, like a zombie kind of, apocalypse. It's like, oh, that's kind of like a shit. Idea. Like, yeah, trains are delayed by like five minutes. I looked on my, I looked on, I, I tell a lie, I did look on my social media, but I looked on YouTube, and it was like all the news stories were like. Fuck it. Like everyone just crammed into the yeah, station. It was, <laughs> was like a zombie apocalypse. They had the the grates down for the gates so no one could get in. And there was like, <laughs> like hundreds of people. Like, yeah. Get out. It was get literally out. like World War Z. I've never seen anything like it. Um yeah, and you had to wait three it, hours for a tra- and then Ubers were like five hundred bucks. Yeah. So I ended up getting a tram like walking to a tram, getting a tram to Wynyard after waiting at Central for like an hour. And then I got a train from Wynyard. Oh, it was Wynyard working. Uh, either Winyon was working or the train started working again by the time I got there. I don't know. Yeah, but it was it was a nightmare for some. It was yeah, they had to some people had to wait three hours. Yeah, it was just bad. I mean, it was just shocking. I mean, the the Sydney train. Look, I've lived in a couple of places, so to comment on Sydney's public transport, it's not that bad. It's a pretty decent thing because of how accessible it is and how it's basically everywhere, and you can go to the city pretty pretty easily. However. The amount of times I have to do fucking work on that shithole, on that sh- on these tracks. I mean, every single time, every single like, every two weeks we go, when we go out, there's train, there's people on the train, there, oh, there's people on the tracks doing work, and we can't catch mm. a train. We have got to pay for an Uber. So it, when you need it to work, it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, it that's kind of a, a yeah. shit sort of thing. It, it, it's just so. Uh, it was. I thought it was just a shit excuse from you. At the time, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, whatever, bro. And then you were like, and I looked, I was like, holy shit, he's not lying. <laughs> no, um, it literally took me like three hours to get home. So Yeah, that would have been fun. Anyway, moving on to the sport podcast. Moving on. Uh, Johnny Boy. John Jones. Oh, Johnny Boy. Um, we watched this, by yeah. the way. So people calling me a casual. Um, no mainly one, no one's calling you a casual. Uh, mainly <laughs> no him. one comments on this, mate. <laughs> well, in their heads, they're calling me casuals. Um, actually, I know one person who watches this podcast 
the one that lives in Queensland who thinks I'm a UFC casual, um, which I kind of am. But I did watch the majority of these fights. Or the main event fight. No one cares about the fucking undercards. But, um, yeah, I did watch the majority of them. And mm. to be fair, the most interesting one, probably the where the Kazakhstani gazer <laughs> and the... the the fat guy. Yeah, Shavkat and Jeff. And the guy that weighed 20 pounds over. It, mm. that, that was a really good fight. I mean, they just fight. laid hands. And apparently Dana was like, well, I usually don't give bonuses out to people that miss weight by 100 pounds. But I decided, you know what? I'm going to give you a bonus tonight, sir. So yeah, he, he, took, he took eight years off his life for me. So <laughs> I'll give him 50K. Yeah. <laughs> just throw him in the slap leave. Chuck another eight years off. Um, So, yeah, I think it was a it was a really good fight night. Bo Nickel. I got there. Bo Nickel won. Um, so that, I don't think that was surprising. He won off a he won off a nut shot. Yeah, I did see that later on. He won off a nut shot. That's that's a bit controversial. There, mm. he was like, "Oh no, I would never hit him down there." It's like, bro, you clearly did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think nobody's mad at it because they knew he would have fucking destroyed him anyway. It's like, well, yeah, well he should have. Yeah, he would have won. So I think he was the, maybe the biggest favorite ever. Really? Yeah. Or was it like <laughs> you bet a thousand dollars, you get one dollar back or something? It, uh, it wouldn't. You wouldn't have got a lot back. It might have been like a dollar and five cents or something. I don't know. Um. Well, yeah. I, I think he's sort of lined up for that, you know, championship belt very, very soon. A lot of people. Well, think, he's, he's had one fight. Well, I think a lot of people think that he should be fighting for it. He could fight for it already. Um. Not that no. he should, but that he definitely could uh, compete at that level. Uh. Because of how good of his rec- how good his wrestling is. Um. But we can talk about the main event. Um. Probably the most disappointing fight of the night just because of how quick it was. Um, but in the end, when you when you watched it live, you thought, oh, wow, he tapped early, but you watch replays of it and it's like, well, he's kind of got him pinned under his arm against the cage in a choke. He's not getting out of that. I mean, let's be real. Um, and I think he knew that he was stuck. he's such a noob at jujitsu. Yeah, he's like, brother... <laughs> As soon as you gave me on the ground, I'll just, I might as well tap. Um, but yeah, I just think I think who someone made a suggestion that he should fight with the Dagestani. He should go to Dagestan. Who Cyril? Uh, no, I think maybe Habib said it. I I think someone from that, you know that. Um, yeah, but he said Cyril should go to. Yeah, he said Cyril should go to Kazakhstan. Uh, should go to you know Dagestan. Russia. Yeah, Dagestan for two years to learn. Okay. And I'm like, uh, the thing is, right in heavyweights, you don't really need to do that. With most fights, it's just yeah. John Jones can do that to you. And DC, to be fair. Yeah, well, he's retired. Well, yeah, back in the day. But apart from John Jones and Curtis Blades, you're literally sweet if you can knock people out. So, mm. Well, yeah, I, I think I think it's a bit disappointing from Garn's perspective. Obviously, you'd want to sort of stamp, uh, you know, put a big stamp on his legacy if he beat John Jones. But, yeah, I think we all wanted to see Francis versus John Jones. But that didn't happen, did it? And I, I if you looked at how that fight went, I, th- I expect that it... The uh, Jones and Garno fight would have probably gone similar. Maybe he would have lasted a bit I longer. And Garno's better on the ground, but like, I think John Jones would have still mauled him on the ground. Mm, I I have to see more from John because he it was so short. You didn't really get to see. You saw obviously he was so much better in the wrestling and jujitsu, mm. so you saw that. But you, his stand up didn't look great, to be honest. The the little amount we saw, um, he looked a bit slow. Which you know he's fifty pounds heavier or something, so. You'd probably expect that a little bit, but he didn't look great, to be honest. I mean, like the the thing at heavyweight is there's not really that many great fighters. It's a pretty thin division, to be honest. I mean, you've got Tai Tuovasa in the top five, who's been flatlined three times in a row. So 
it's not that deep. You've got Pavlovich coming up. You, you obviously don't know who he is, but he's a beast coming up. He's probably the only guy maybe that, that right now could um, give these top guys a run for their money. I mean, they're giving Stipe the next shot. They've said that, which is, I mean, it has to happen, obviously, because Stipe is the only guy there with a big name, and John obviously wants big name fights. He doesn't want to fight these random dudes on the come up. Yeah. So that fight's got to happen, but... Whatever the odds are, load up on John Jones. Stepe is going to die. Yeah, if you bet against John Jones, you're an idiot. So, did you bet against? Uh, I didn't. I didn't bet on it because I was unsure. I, I wasn't confident picking either way. Uh, I definitely thought Cyril Garn would do better. So I was. I was surprised by that, but I wasn't. I wasn't confident either way on who was going to win that fight. But I am confident Stepe Miocic is going to die, and then retire. Yeah, well, he should retire at this point. Um, after getting absolutely, bl- I, I'm surprised how chinny he was against Francis. Well, I mean, he got the amount of... I, I watched the fight back the other day. He got absolutely slaughtered in that fight. And he still remained standing for most of it. Uh, I mean, when you take on those big punch... I mean, you've seen one punch from Francis and people get knocked out. The fact that he stayed alive for basically... Uh, for that long, uh, I think it's pretty surprising for me personally. But I still think he got a chance of being Jones, but... I would put all my money on Jones as well. Yeah. I, I don't think it's dead in the water, but I think Francis, when he faced Francis for the second time, he was just on a different on a different level. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the DC fights obviously took a lot out of him. I mean, yeah. he got clean, knocked out in one, and then took a lot of damage in both the other two, although he won them. Um, and then the Francis fight. I mean, Francis, in my opinion, I think he's the hardest hitter in combat sports, pound for pound, in the world. Mm. Like, I think he hits harder than Wilder. Do you? Um, yeah, I do. I mean, Wilder doesn't... He doesn't flatline people the same way. He do, oh, he does. He does. He does he's cause he, Well, because he just fucking but fought Fury who just dodged all No, but I mean, even in his career, I mean, Francis touches you and you go to sleep. Like, that Alistair Overeem knockout, that is fucked. That Rosenstroke knockout... Like, well, I mean, let's be real. Alistair Overeem was not as basically half fire he was when he was off fucking roids. So. He was still good, though. And he, he was still in his prime back then. And... Um, like that was, I'm pretty sure that was coming off a title fight, Alistair Overeem, um, where he lost to Stipe. But um, then, I don't know, like he, because Francis Ngannou isn't punching technically correct or like well, really. He just swings and knocks people out. So if he was to actually be good at fighting, he would be unbeatable in my opinion I think he's good he's I, obviously good but if you compare him to the best strikers in the world he's nowhere near them well yeah I just don't think that there's that much time in his career to be like learning that um, well yeah I think he's like 37 so yeah he's bas- he's got three more years left in him really um, and I'm surprised he, he wouldn't take that big f- I mean I can't believe you don't take that I mean the John Jones that <sighs> what it does for your legacy what it does for you after your career I mean come on and you're making up this stupid stuff about well, I want to make sure every fight is paid. Like, shut up, man. I want you, You're going to po- go to boxing where no one gets paid except for the main event. So Yeah, it's like, well, you're just tr- trying to get Fury and... Um, and Fury was interested in you when you were, like, the heavyweight champ in the UFC. Now you're, like, a... F- now you're just, just a weirdo on the side with no one. Um, and you're not going to fight. You might fight Wilder, but I, I don't see you fighting Fury. I don't see Fury coming back for nothing that's not... Jo- either Joshua or Usyk. Uh, I don't think you're fighting Usyk. I don't think you're fighting Joshua. I think the only fighter you're really fighting is Deontay. And you, I'm sorry, but you're going to lose. 
Um, see, I think Deontay is, is his best chance, although Deontay well, is his best chance, but he still loses. Mm. It's not like Deontay, even though Deontay's been sort of criticized for not being the best technical boxer, he's still been boxing for a very long time. Um, and Francis has been doing UFC for a long time. You see the difference when you go from UFC to or mixed martial arts to boxing. It's a very different different sort of style. It's a very different sort of um, way you go about it. So I, I just don't think he's going to be wilder. And I think he should have just taken the money from the UFC. Yeah, it's the way it goes though, you know. It's the way the crookie crumbles. The way it goes. UFC offers you, you don't take it. Anyway, next one. Next one. Um, I guess the last one. NRL kicked off last week. Big week of footy. I think it was like the highest rated Round one ever, I think, uh, which is, yeah, good to see, obviously. It's just because there was an extra team. Bunch of casuals jumping on board, which is always good to see. Um, Are you a casual? No. You, but you became a Panther supporter when they started winning, though. No, I didn't. Yeah, you didn't. Well before they started winning. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard him speak about the Panthers oh, before. Oh, really? Okay, well. Before last, before two years ago, so. Yeah. Well, well I mean, we'll, I, we'll I, leave it, I can find receipts very easily, so. How, where are the receipts? Just literally anywhere on my phone I could find Oh, no, sorry. We did, no, sorry. I, I regret saying that. He did go to the grand final where they lost. Because um, mm. I do have pictures of that, of him crying when he, they lost. So that was that was really fun. Um, really fun moment for me. I loved that game. That was such a fun game. Mm. Um, <laughs> that was just so great. That was... was it? And then, then, like, the false hope that you got at the end was so perfect as well. Because <laughs> you got the experience of getting smashed in a grand final. Then you've also got the experience of like, oh, we can actually win. We can win. We can, win. and then you lose. Yeah. That that was that was just so perfect. Um, so yeah, good job, mm. Melbourne Storm. I'll, I I used to not like you, Melbourne Storm, but nowadays I don't actually mind you. So yeah, a couple of very well, I wouldn't say a couple. Basically, all of the results were somewhat surprising in mm. my opinion. Even even if you expected maybe a winner out of that, you didn't expect them to win by as big. So like the Rabbitohs, I didn't expect them to tonk the Sharks. Um, well, no Hines. Yeah, but still, I mean, they were still a great team last year. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit surprising. But, yeah, a couple I mean, the, of... Well, the, the two biggest results were the Panthers losing. Well, it's Queensland Queensland dominated, so... Yeah, and, it was, and then the Roosters losing, so... Well, look, the Roosters... We'll, we'll talk about the Roosters first. The Roosters, it's just a tough sort of week um, in terms of that. We had a lot of players out, I think. when it's you like, had, like, one player out. No, Manu. Manu. Cryon. He doesn't count. He's literally gone forever. No, it's not. Um, but I think, look, I think I compared it to the Premier League and when Man United um, played Brentford at the start of the season um, and we, it was essentially, we got blasted. Um, and it was more when so, Arsenal... So you think Robbo needs to be sacked? No, and I think, <laughs> no, actually, I wouldn't use that comparison. I would use the Arsenal-Brentford game when they first got promoted to the league, when there was their first ever experience in the Premier League. They play against one of the Premier League giants in Arsenal at home with the crowd behind them, just packed. They beat them 2-1 or 2-0. I can't remember the exact score, but they beat Arsenal. I think it was something similar. I think it was mainly the fact that it was a new... Fr- their first time in the... In the league, it was first time in the NRL. They had a packed out Suncorp. All of Queensland was behind them. I feel like it was just set up for them. It was just a really bad time to play them. I think a new team in the league, you don't want to play them round one. Mm. And I think that was what we encountered. And look, Kafusi was unbelievable in that game. I've, I've said many times that I do not like that man. But he was unreal in that game. Um, caused multiple areas that led to tries. 
was a really, really good player. Um, and yeah, it was just, it, I think it was just a bit discombobulated from the Roosters, but I wouldn't, I like like that Arsenal game, I wouldn't count it out, especially because it's round one, but I wouldn't say it's like, oh my God, we're in, we're in, you know, we're in the shits now. I think it's just, we need to sort of regroup and um, just need to f- not forget about it, but maybe take it as an outlier because of all those external factors that you wouldn't usually experience in an NRL game. Um, so I well, just... I would say it's more to do with karma than just, you know, karma. the Dolphins being on board. Oh, no, well, we're not talking about this. <laughs> well, the, we roosters, the Roosters are cursed, and that's official. Uh, I don't think we're cursed. I think the Panthers are cursed because you lost round one to... Who did you lose to? The Broncos. Yeah, that's right. They didn't even make the eight, so good job, buddy. Uh, good job. They're, they're a good team, though. Have you? Can you name anyone on the Dolphins that is a good player? Kafusi. Okay. Kafusi's not a good player. He... He played State of Origin for the last he's a grub. seven years. He's a grub that's massively overrated. No, but he's he still a great... Even though reputation. he's a grub, he's still a great player. He's not a great player. He does nothing apart from defend all right. He's a good... Pl- he offers nothing with the ball. He's an unbelievable defender. And he's a great at running onto the ball. He's trash, mate. And you, and saying you lost Saying Kofi is you trash is so... You lost to him. It's such a bad take. It's not a bad take. He it's is. so bad. He's overrated. He's literally one of the best forwards in the league. And uh, you're just, just not though. No, you're just you're confusing him because he's a grub. You're saying that he's bad. Just you can be a grub and great and a great player. Like um, a lot of your see, players, Luai is a grub and a great player. Yeah. but well, I would I, no, not. I wouldn't actually call him. I, I, I wouldn't. I mean that guy. I mean, how <laughs> <laughs> oh, well did he play all the weekend? Yeah, that's what. I yeah, it's because he had Salmon next to him. Why the fuck are we playing Jamin Salmon? Yeah, well, your minutes. players supported him, so um, uh, yeah, I think that I think it was just a weekend of surprises. Obviously tonight, what time is it? Oh, we in an hour and a bit. It's gonna be a bit. It's gonna be the uh, Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs big grudge panties. I think we've knocked the Rabbitohs out three years in a row, maybe. Yeah, in the finals. So we basically own them really uh, in recent years, which is which is nice because fuck the Rabbitohs. No one likes them either. Uh, Not quite as much as the Roosters, but still dislike them a lot. Who's your Who's your most hated team other than the Panthers? Um, because I hate every team. God, I I don't hate any other team other than the Panthers, and that's just because you support them. <laughs> that really, that's, that's it. And even oh, the Rabbitohs, I don't like at all. But uh, that, yeah, I probably the Rabbits, uh, definitely dislike. I don't hate NRL. Like I'm not that. I'm not like a diehard NRL fan, so I don't hate anyone. But like teams that I enjoy see losing is your team. <laughs> like I don't. Even if the Rabbitohs win, I'm not like I Rabbitohs win or lose. I'm not like. Yes or no. I'm, I'm not like that because I'm not that big of a... Surely I'm not like a diehard supporter. But when the Panthers lose, oh my God, it's just hilarious. It's because you're like the like you're like a massive Panthers fan. And it's similar to when like Queensland lose with, you know, our friend in Queensland. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have like a significant hate towards any team. I, I like a couple of Queensland. I like when the Broncos were doing well with Adam Reynolds. I thought that was a sort of fun sort of thing. Like I'm a neutral in, very, in, in many ways, when it comes to the NRL, um, apart from when it comes to the Panthers and Queensland, so apart right. from those two teams, well, apart, from, apart from the Sharks, I literally hate every team. Really? Why? Yeah. Oh, because of Moisa. Yeah, obviously. So you Moisa. hate like you hate like the Tigers. Yeah. Why do you hate the Tigers? Because they're like they're, everyone they're knows just they're just nothing. Yeah, but how are they annoying? It's like you you. It's so much sympathy that you have towards. I don't them. have sympathy for them. I, I mean, yeah, sympathy. you laugh in our other friend who's a Tigers fan's face when they lose, but like, 
it's so like accepted that they're bad that it's not you can't even hate them. It's like who uh, hates who hates like the the Rockets really? They're just like oh god, you feel bad for them. But it's different. I don't really hate NBA teams like that, but for some reason NRL, it's like it's different. I think it's just because it's a contact sport. I you're just, like, oh, we got to put a hit on, boys. Yeah, just come on, lads. Fuck everyone else. Put a hit on. Um, although you see that Wade Graham shot, my god. Well, I didn't say no. You didn't see it, no. Basically, put on like shot of the year. Um, that, uh, he's playing. He's on well, the field. Not anymore because he got suspended for four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> so god, he's he, like, he oh my god, him, I, get, a, I get to sit on my couch and I don't have a broken leg. Is that is that what I'm doing? I don't. I'm. He's like. This is so weird to me. I'm like resting almost. Yeah, it's, and I, I don't have to do rehab. I don't have and to. And I do didn't uh, knock myself out on someone's elbow. So, but it was a crazy shot. He like went flying, uh, and it was a very good tackle. You know, I don't like to see that sort of stuff get suspended uh, because you know yeah, you want footy. Yeah, you want but you want a big hit. I mean, he hit him in the head. I guess so. They gave him four weeks. Just yeah, fucked. fucked. But yeah, that was something. Which is brings me to my next point, which is the the big storyline. Outside of the actual footy and who was winning was the uh, independent doctors and the amount of concussions going on. Uh, with I don't know if you saw, but a lot of a lot of players were getting taken off with either oh yeah zero symptoms or like injuries that weren't yeah yeah concussions. I did see that yeah I did um, by the independent doctors. So everyone well Ricky Stewart came out and said uh, it's the RLPA's fault because they don't trust the coaches and the and the uh, team doctors and stuff. It, yeah, it's do you want to know who team doctors nobody <laughs> trusts? Your ones, your stupid ones that cheat the game. That's why we can't have faith in the trainers to judge it correctly. Because we know no, that, that your trainers, was, was, if, your, if your player had basically his head chopped off, <laughs> it, they'd still send him out there. Ours <laughs> has nothing to do with concussions. No, but that was ankle injury. No, but nothing still, nobody likes your trainers. That's <laughs> why. It's one dude. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's not being fired yet. He's, he's such a legend. He's, he's such a cheat. Um, he's a legend. Yeah, I. nobody trusts trainers because of you and your trainers. Nobody yeah, nobody trusts trainers because they want to win the footy game more than they care about yeah, the yeah, players. No, so. only your trainers think no, about that. all trainers. Yeah, all your, trainers. Ma- your player has like a twisted ankle. He's like, mate, he's like, mate. Stop he- the game. That's good. We need to check on the health. Yeah. That's what you're meant to do. Oh, God. <laughs> your trainers are the reason why no one has faith in trainers. Mm. You want That is the reason. No, I think the reason is that... Uh, people aren't taking them off for the HIAs when they should. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't think you should get doctors to do it though. But yeah, because I mean, doctors are going to be like, "Oh my god, you got to get him off. He's broke his arm." You know, it, yeah. But it's, doctors take everything too seriously. Yeah, and it's literally deciding results of the games because the Knights game it was close. They took Ponger off because um, he, you know, he bumped his head, which is like you, you're gonna bump your head. You're playing rugby league. But he wasn't concussed or Well, anything. I think it should be quick test. In cases like that, you should have like quick tests on the sideline of quick cognitive but, tests. But the, the the people are watching it in a booth. They're not they're, they're not able to do quick tests. They just watch well, a no, video get, and get, they say, take them like, off. Have like, well, why can't you have independent doctors on the sidelines? Get independent. That, that would be better. Get independent doctors on the sidelines. If if you see something in the booth that may have led to a concussion, make them do a quick fucking assessment there. Who cares? Why do you need to take them to the back? To do all these tests, where they were they 
shoving fingers up their bum. I mean, <laughs> you just, you I think just, they make them walk in a straight line. Yeah, just do. Why can't people just see that? That, that doesn't have to be. Go to the locker room, get a drink, come back, go to the, go for a shower, go for a piss, come back. You don't need to do that. You just need to have on the sideline, you know, a, a bit of. A, you know, a bit of cognitive test, maybe walking a straight line, do, you know, flicking of the ear. I don't know what the hell cognitive just, test just is. Just look at them. Have a do conversation. it for a minute. And then if they do it for 30 seconds. If it if they're good, send them back out there. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious to look at it. When they get up, if they look sweet, they're sweet. If they're stumbling, then take them off. Um, yeah. Because uh, it did decide games. I mean, that game was close. Ponga went off, and then Newcastle go on to lose the game at the end. So, I, I for me, it... it it's annoying when players get taken off, and you can just see it happening in a massive game at the end of the year. Yeah, the end, they they come oh. in and and ruin a game with it. Yeah, of course, so yeah, a fucking cheating team would do it as well. Yeah, it has nothing to do with us. It's an independent doctor. Yeah, your your team doctor would be like, mate, he needs to stay on the field for his. He needs uh, to stay no, on the our field. team doctor would be like, what? The radio's not working. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> I can't eat. You say stay on. Is he good? <laughs> He's good. Oh, he tries to take the opposition player. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant. Him, Cleary, oh. Cleary just falls head first. He's like, what? You're, he's good. Oh, Cleary. Oh, I think he said Cleary, not Cleary. Oh, oh. Salmon. Oh, want Salmon off. <laughs> oh, James Salmon. Oh, Jamie, come on. And then Cleary's just stumbling around. <laughs> like, no, Salmon, you're off, mate. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be your fucking trainer. Um, yeah, what a legend. Love that guy. He's literally the most Hero hated. of the club. He should get a pay rise and he should be immortalised. He he is by your like grubby fans. They, he is. A he was in the uh, he was in the Panthers doc. I don't know if you watch it. Probably didn't. You probably didn't. Oh yeah, but, I watched um, that. I'm into that Panthers doc. Well, yeah, and he was like one of the main characters because they were all. It was all about who's injured leading up to the grand final, all that sort of stuff. And he was talking about it. And he seems like a very nice guy, very knowledgeable as well. Oh, yes. Well, look, I'm not simply blaming him because he obviously got orders from his grubby head coach as well. But like <laughs> the way that he's a doc, like he's literally. Like went to school. He's got a degree in like uh, physical therapy or whatever. He, he has probably a doctorate in it, and he is literally. He should be bound by that. He should be bound by his morals. But no, let's do whatever the friggin' head coach tells me to do. Which I mean, I guess they that's, all do that. Though. I know, but like to an extent, you've got to be like, no, mate, you can't. Like this is an ankle injury. It's fine. You can't <laughs> stop the play and break the rules for an ankle injury. It's just, you can't do that when the other team's on the break and about to score a try. Um, but yeah, I, look, hopefully that they can get independent doctors on the sideline so they can do it quick. I don't mind them doing HIA. I think obviously HIAs and head injuries need mm. to be taken seriously. But well, for me, you need to just do it quickly. You need to do it. It needs to be snap. I'm sure you can do it quickly. 30 seconds, get them back on there. Mm. I don't mind a little HIA. Uh, you know, not being done either. What do you mean? To be honest, well, just let them, just let me, well, just let like, them die. Are the, are the older generation all vegetables? You listen to Gordon Tallis? I mean, he's dumb, but he seems all right in the head. I don't, I don't think you've listened to Gordon Tallis. I, I think he's a, he's a bit in the, he's been in the I sky. mean, Joey Johns, I can kind of see it. He's a bit, he's a bit out there, but no, I love Joey. that's probably because of his colorful off the field lifestyle. Um, Shout out to Joey. But, uh, I mean, I don't really see all these older players like dropping dead or having massive issues post post footy. Obviously, I don't know any of them, but uh, I don't really see many news stories about it. And I think this generation already have been protected so much more. Like you're seeing, yeah. But I think they should. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't need it. Like if they're really knocked out cold, then sure, take them off. But but I think the the game isn't old enough for you to know. It's pretty old. 
Yeah, but I think that like they were also like the kind of there's more head collisions now though. There's more like head injuries now because of the way that we tackle. Well, I think it's just we're realizing more head injuries. Like these these things were happening all the time, but players would just get up mm. and play on. Yeah, maybe. Um, um but and with, like we're seeing players retire. Obviously, the Roosters, uh, all of their players will. Well, retire. I mean, you got to look out for that. I mean, Victor Radley again, brother. Can someone teach that guy how to tackle? He's a good. He's a, probably the best tackler in the league. No, he has zero technique. He just throws himself at people. Yeah, it's called being a footy player, mate. Um, he's getting. He's gonna retire. He's, nah, he's, he's ruining he's, he's his career. Player. I don't know. Stop slagging off my players. He's ruining his stop, career. Stop slagging off he my players. He doesn't know how to I tackle. Love, I love Victor. Um, so yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that it needs to be taken seriously. Unlike this idiot who thinks that you just just chuck him out there. You know, just let no, him. Just I let do, him die. I do on the think field. it needs to be taken seriously, but I just don't enjoy when it ruins the game, unless it's against your team. If I, I let, are you not okay tonight? If one of the opposition... Who are you playing again? I forgot. Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs. If... Is Latrell playing? Mm-hmm. If Latrell Mitchell has a head injury, are you saying, nah, keep him on? Or are you going... Well, you no, know, it take, depends. If he's, if he's fine, then Okay, so if he, when he goes... When he's heading off for the H, H, HIA in the, uh, in the locker room, are you going, oh, fuck. Why is this happening? We need to have players out there. Or are you thinking, yes, get in there. Get in there. We can take advantage yeah, of this. Yeah, when I'm... When I'm um, my team's playing against it, sure. So yeah, you're biased to it. So if if it's yeah. if it's against if it's not your team, but if I'm if I'm watching Roosters Sharks on a Friday night or something, and Tedesco goes off or Moylan goes off, then I'm like, ah. Oh, well, yeah, if Moylan goes off, you're crying yourself to sleep. If Moylan goes off, I'm turning the TV <laughs> off. Right? He's the only reason I'm there. Um, so yeah, I, look, I think it needs to be taken seriously, but I just need, think it should be an independent doctor on the sideline. But who am I to judge? I am not a doctor. Um, Anyway, so yeah, we completely ignored the most terrible thing of the week, uh, which was fantastic. <laughs> Good job, team. That didn't happen. Um, if you wanted to know, I think Man City, did they win? I think Man City won. I think Arsenal won late. Um, so the, the title yeah, race, is, I think that title was race, it. Title race is on. I think that was it. Yeah, I is think, title race on. No, Arsenal no. won. Um, they, uh, they, I think they were two 0 down or something. Um, but yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, FA Cup still on. Yeah, FA Cup. <laughs> well. And uh, Man United are playing the Europa League. We didn't play last week. I don't know why we didn't play. Um, that was that was a weird one. Um, we just they got a, they got a sh- uh, good draw. Like they got some shit. Club. Well, yeah, we got. I think we got Betis, Real Betis, mm, um, real trash. Got Spain. Got those Spaniards again. Let's just knock them back in the ground. Like we knocked Barcelona in the ground. Um, <sighs> Couldn't knock Liverpool in the ground. Nope. Which was uh, not the greatest you made experience. Like, such like Liverpool is so shit, and they they looked good. Yeah, they just got beat. But five two at home to mm. Real Madrid. Yeah, who are seven points behind Barcelona, who we just beat. It's like so, MMA math. I saw. I saw yeah, a thing. MMA math. I saw a thing. John Jones could lose to Mighty Mouse. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, through MMA math, uh, Jake Paul is the UFC heavyweight yeah. champion. <laughs> <laughs> well, he beat Tyron Woodley, who beat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think. I don't know what are you saying. Talking Liverpool. Liverpool play. On the weekend, yeah, I think like Salah scored. It's Salah, who did they play? Uh, like a red team, a red team. Oof. Brentford, they play Brentford. No, no, they didn't play Arsenal because I know they beat Bournemouth. No, like Gakpo, like tore it up. Who's I'm pretty that? sure. Is he, is he, uh, sounds like a weird name. Is he English? No, he's not English. What he's is actually it? a Dutch, a Dutchy. Well, good job of Liverpool. Um, I don't know who they played, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, no. They're still seven points behind us. Uh, 
Like they scored seven goals. Yeah, seven <laughs> points behind us, though. So who cares? Uh, well, at the end of the day. And we got a game in hand. You so know, you're going to hope that you hold on to that. Hope to hold on to it. We lost one game. We we won our last 20 games. So, look, no. At the end of the day, you lose some, you win some. Look, probably the one team you don't want to lose 7-0 to is Liverpool. Because you'll be remembered forever for how bad that result is. I mean, you don't want to lose 7-0 to anyone. Um, no. But to yeah. Liverpool, not the greatest thing in the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, we've got plenty of chances to win the Europa League. So, lovely. I'm just depressed. Um, all right. See you later, everybody. Hope you watched the uh, podcast and hope you watched and it. Subscribe I mean, and like. Hope you don't watch Man United. God, I won't. Um, yeah. No, I, no. I don't think I can watch the game. To- we've got a game tomorrow. I don't think I can watch it. It's, no, it's it, not I, I'm scarred. I, like, I can't watch these players. It's scarring. To me. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. 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 Peace out, everyone. All right. Bye. Thanks for watching. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe.